from one man, God made all nations. Man made in the image of God, strong, decisive, intelligent. And woman made in the image of God, strong, decisive, intelligent, yet tender, graceful, and elegant. I'm Alice Newsom, and you're listening to the Repurpose and Publish Podcast. I've heard it said that graveyard is the most valuable piece of real estate on the planet because it's filled with unrealized dreams, ideas, and visions. This podcast is about denying the grave consumption of the great content locked up in my computer and taking the bold step to share my thoughts and creativity with you. And now, here's more repurposed content from my computer. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was void and without form. And darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. God said, let there be light. And there was light. Out of pitch black darkness, light came shooting forth at a raging speed of 186,000 miles a second or 700 million miles an hour. Electricity, electromagnetic radiation, and gravitational pull all combined creating a stable foundation for the earth and creating a colorful prism of energy. It takes about three seconds to say, let there be light. But it took God an entire day to create all the attributes of light, heat, fire, gravitational pull, electricity, electromagnetic radiation. The earth's solid steel core was formed that day, surrounded by its hot, molten lava outer core. God set the earth on rotational axis, and it's been rotating ever since. Then God separated light from darkness. And at this very moment, half of the earth is light and the other half is dark. God did all of that on day number one. Now, on day two, there was water, water everywhere. God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the water from the heavens from the water of the earth. So God created a state in the middle of the water. God said, this space is called sky. God made the sky beautiful, transparent, and seemingly weightless, but don't let looks deceive you. The sky was created very strong with magnetic properties because its purpose is to separate the weightiness of water from the weightiness of water. There is as much water above the sky as there is below it, right here on the earth. In 2015, NASA confirmed that liquid water flows intermittently on the planet Mars. And also in 2015, scientists discovered a global ocean on one of Saturn's moons. Now, scientists are actually finding the water God placed above the sky. The clouds were formed the day God made the sky. 
That same day, God created atmosphere, gases, oxygen, nitrogen. On day two, God created air. On the third day, God called dry ground out of the water. He called the dry ground earth and the gathered waters he called seas. That day, God gave the sea boundary lines. It's like he said, you can come this far, but no farther. So at this point in creation of the universe, God has stabilized the earth and laid its foundation. He's created oxygen, given water boundary lines, and provided dry ground. And now God has created an environment that is conducive to life. God combined the essential elements of nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, calcium, manganese, sulfur, magnesium, chlorine, iron, zinc, copper, boron, molybdenum, nickel, oxygen, carbon, and hydrogen. God used these elements and he created all kinds of plant life with purpose. He designed plants with the seed of life inside itself with the ability to reproduce and replenish. God did this one time. And as we look around, we see the process continues today. On day three, God gave life to his creation. On day four, God created two great lights and he placed them in the sky. He made an enormous sun to rule the day because God does it big. The circumference of the sun is 2.7 million miles. The sun is so big that it will take 1 million earths to fill it up. The temperature at the center of the sun is over 27 million degrees. Now, the temperature outside is probably in the 80s. So can you imagine the heat and temperature on the sun? Now, God strategically placed that hot fireball a great distance from the earth to make it safe. Now, that distance is 93 million miles away. God also made a smaller light, the moon, to rule the night. And the circumference of the moon is only 6,700 miles. The moon is much closer to the earth than the sun, and it's only like 239,000 miles away. God made the sun and the moon to mark seasons, days, and years. God made the stars that day and the rest of the solar system as we know it and beyond. Now, I thought this was an interesting fact. The cosmic address of where we are right now is 2716 North 34th Street, Tampa, Florida. The Earth, the solar system, Orion Arm, the Milky Way, the local group, the Virgo supercluster, the universe. God does it big.
On day four, God created the sun, the moon, the stars, a hundred billion galaxies in the observable universe and beyond. Then on day five, God created sea life and birds. He made everything in the sea according to its kind and every winged bird according to its kind. On day five, God filled the water and the air with life. On day six, God made all of the land animals and creatures that move along the ground, wild animals, each according to its kind. Then God sculpted man from the dust of the ground. He created man to look like himself. God gave man skin and bones, muscles and brains, head, shoulders, knees and toes, skin color and hair texture. God breathed his breath of life into man's nostrils and man became a living being. From one man, God made all nations. Man made in the image of God, strong, decisive, intelligent. And woman made in the image of God, strong, decisive, intelligent, yet tender, graceful, and elegant. This was God's crowning achievement. Adam and Eve were created in the image of God. God is a spirit, so they were spiritual beings placed in human body forms. They were also human beings, and they needed to eat. So God placed them in the Garden of Eden. Now, the Garden of Eden was a beautiful tropical paradise. When I considered the location of this garden, I thought, surely it must be located near the gorgeous beaches of Hawaii. But I was wrong. The second chapter of Genesis describes the location of this beautiful garden. It talks about a river that flowed from the Garden of Eden, and then it divided into four rivers. Now, verse 213 of Genesis says, the second river is named Gion, and it flows around the entire land of Ethiopia. <laughs> so this verse tells us the Garden of Eden is located on or near the continent of Africa. Scientists tell us the oldest and most complete human fossil found is found in Africa. On day six, creation was complete in all of its majestic splendor and grace. God was very pleased with his production. He smiled and said, this is very good. God is the creator of everything. Visible things, the sky, the earth, the grass, the trees, people, and oceans. And invisible things, such as wind and gravity. Everything that exists is attributed to God. Even modern things like automobiles, airplanes, and computers. Why? because God called all of the components of everything into existence. And anything that is made comes from something God created. He also designed men and women in his image with intelligence. He empowered us and gave us the authority to do whatever 
we set our minds to do. We are all creative, just like God, who is the master creator of everything. Hello, I'm Galene, your host from Let's Meet the Author. I want to go ahead and boast about one of my authors who premiered in the first season, Alice Newsom. I have read her book over and over, and I cannot put it down. I have recommended to my sisters, I recommend to my mom, to my aunties, and even the male members in my family. Finally, there's a book that talks about the women of the Bible. All right, and also it gives juicy details about the lives of Jesus' ancestors. The book is called The Sorted Lives of Jesus' Ancestors. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Jesus' family does too. You gotta get your own copy. Go to alicenewsome.com and go ahead and read it and find out all the secrets of Jesus' ancestors. alicenewsome.com Get your copy today. You will not regret it. I've been busy. I've recorded an audiobook too. Now, the audiobook is a convenient way to hear the stories of the women in Jesus' family tree as you go about your day. I'm the narrator, and it comes with a special audiobook companion document. Get your audiobook now. If you are anything like I am, then you have a stored collection of stories and lessons. I encourage you to get that content out of your mind, out of your device, out of your journal, and share it with the world. Enrich someone's life because they are waiting for you. That's a wrap. Another podcast is in the books. It's published. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share it and subscribe to get each episode as it becomes available. And please leave a review. Visit my website, alicenewsome.com. Remember to repurpose and publish. Thanks for listening.